SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. I'll oh, come over here. Pinching oh. a punch for the first of the day of the month. Oh, hello. Happy February. Hey, February. <laughs> Do you know you could have just done that without actually dragging your mic over and people would have realised you it. did it anyway? No, um, that needed to be authentic and real. Good morning, Beck. How you And going? I wanted to touch your those biceps. <laughs> good, good morning, Adelaide and South Australia. Um, can I just ask, though, you've come in dressed up. I know, um, I feel ridiculous. 6.01 and 37 seconds and you're all dressed up like you're going out for dinner. No, we've got a meeting with the sales team have after we? this. Yeah. So, when? And you're wearing thongs. After oh, I didn't the show. Know. How do I know about that? It's in your diary. Yeah. Okay, no worries. <laughs> um, how was your night, all right? I had dinner with my mum to congratulate her for oh, her course. retirement. It was oh, lovely. Brilliant. All the family together? Yeah, the whole family together. Was she it was. like a uh, cafe-type dinner, restaurant dinner, or home? We went to uh, Noi Vietnamese Eatery on Glen Osmond Road. It's a ripper. It I know great. it. Yeah, beautiful really place. Really good. Yeah, yep. I feel a bit garlicky this morning, so keep your distance. <laughs> Very nice indeed. Um, do you know this morning driving into work, uh, I noticed that coming in around about 4.50 I get in the car, mm-hmm. 4.35 sometimes, from a little early, but... Uh, I, I probably see about three or four cars on the way in on my drive. That's about it. And I sort of always take a lot of interest in people driving to work at that time because mm. I'm thinking, what do they do for a job? Or they might be coming home from night shift. Or going to the gym. Yeah, perhaps. Mm. Anyway, I got stuck this morning behind this, like a little yellow, like a little Mazda 121. You know those little jelly bean cars? Yeah, and I'm driving along behind this car and it's doing about 30 or 40k an mm, hour and annoying. straight away I get suspicious because mm. I think why is someone driving that slowly yeah, in the morning then I'm thinking god are they half asleep or are they a little under the influence this could be an issue yeah. so I got stuck anyway then when the road sort of came out the two lanes I got very very curious mm. so I edged up and this is something you don't see every day probably a guy in his 60s in there he was driving with no hands so he was because I'm sitting up <laughs> a little higher in my car right and he's in a little low car mm. so He's driving with his knees steering. He had an emery board and he was buffing his nails. (laughs) Stop it. I'm serious. This is before 5am. What on earth is a Driving with his knees and buffing his nails. Yep, with a big emery board. And I looked over to him and then put, because I was holding onto one hand of the wheel, then I put like the one hand up like, Like, what what are you you doing, doing, mate? And the bloke looked me in the eye. Did not bat an eye, you know, bat an eyelid and just kept going with his emery board while he was driving with his knees and just kept going. But what's that cat doing? Seriously, <laughs> is he going to work? Is he coming home or is that the sort of stuff he just does driving around? He just had a bad shellac and he needed to fix it. How bizarre is that? <laughs> and it was crazy. one of those big emery boards, like it looked like a boogie board, you know, not one of the little. Well, that's small not an emery ones. board, that's a, that's a buffing board. That's for that purpose. He had a what? It's a buffing board. Mm. Well, is I don't know if that's what different? it's called, but an emery board files. Right. And there's another one that you buff okay. to make them shiny. Yeah. I think it was the shiny. <laughs> How's that for something you see <laughs> in the morning? Insane. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you are out and about in the road, just right now, actually, mm. because we do have people uh, listening in their cars at this time, just have a little look around and see what you're spotting the cars. Yeah. Uh, 13, 10, 60, if you see anything of interest sure. or someone doing something a little unusual, mm. um, just let us know. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Tommy Little is a great comedian. You can listen to him here on Drive. Beck and Soda are keen to have a casual chat to this guy. Tommy Little is here because I reckon he's back in the fringe in 2023. Hey, Tommy Little, have you met my new special friend, Soda? (laughs) (laughs) Met? Beck, have I met Soda? This is what we've got to talk about, guys. I have been in counselling for a few days now. Um, I've got a a whole new team of psychologists looking after me (laughs) because I... I happened to see the unreleased pap shots, which revealed Soda's 
left testicale <laughs> removed from their, their, their holding vessel, known as, as the, the pair of budgie smugglers. And to be honest, it just really hammered home what ageing does to the male body. And if that is my future, then I don't know that I'm ready for it. Uh, good morning, Tommy. Lovely to speak to you. Hey, you're all well so, by the sound of things. Good morning. And this, is just, this is just also, I had an idea for a tattoo once, and I think it's what I have to do. I've always thought that, you know, when you're growing up and you put little marks on the edge of the of the door, so when you get taller and taller, you get to see, I've grown this much over this many years. I've always thought that it'd be a good idea for men to do the same, but put little marks down the inside of their legs that get lower and lower and lower to see where your nuts hang each year. Oh, dear. Right. Um, it, we just need to explain things here. So obviously a little while ago, Beck, uh, I was swimming in the speedos and the elastic had gone, as we discovered yes. a couple of weeks ago. Um, now, I know that you are a budgie man, Tom, and I've seen you there before, but Beck, Tommy and I were once sitting in a spa in our um, said what? little jockett swimmers. What? I thought, on Tommy, Tommy, how come you and I haven't been in the spa? <laughs> because um, you're far too handy. And Soda has, <laughs> at least Soda respects personal space. We just looked at each other in the eye for the whole time and said, G'day, mate, how's your holiday? Good. We were, we were away on a holiday yeah. in New South Wales uh, a couple of years ago and no. ran into each other. Did, did you say we, no, we, sorry, we nice strong jet? We, we didn't just look at each other in the eye. We no, looked at each point. other in the eye and we resisted. Yeah. We it's very we tough. We held back. Yeah. It was tough. Well, that's why I left. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I appreciate that you said it was very tough and not it was very hard. Oh. No, I, I didn't right. get the opportunity, but I, I do like to respect the man. And uh, right. you were someone that I respected while you were reclined there in a rather uh, forthcoming, inviting okay. pose in your budgies while okay. we're in the spa. But that's for Enough another time. Enough flirting, you two. We've got Tommy <laughs> on because he's coming to Adelaide with his new Fringe show. Oh, this is not a very um, radio-friendly um, title you've given it for us to say, mate. <laughs> you saw every year I have the same, same discussion with my with my management where I tell them the name of my new stand-up show mm. and they both, they just put their head in their hands and they say, Tommy, you know you're not going to be able to say that on radio. We can't put it on a billboard. Why? Why do you think this is going to help you sell tickets? So I can give you a rough version of what the name is for the yep. show. It is called Rapidly Aging F-Boy. Mm. Okay. Or we could just say Rapidly Aging F-Boy and hope that the beep came in at the right time then. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the beep just came over aging, and so people just think, "Geez, what you, if they let the if they let the last word go to air? How about the middle one?" Oh, you don't have to worry about selling tickets. You sell out straight away all the time. Adelaide loves you. I mean, I love Adelaide to be honest, and I. I could easily say this to all the other festivals around the country, but I don't. Um, it's the most fun. Yeah. There's nothing in Australia like the gardens and there's nothing in, in Australia like uh, Adelaide Fringe time and the city comes alive. I'm telling you things that you guys know, but I love it and I can't wait to get back. Tommy, can you give us a little sample? Obviously, we're going to be talking about, uh, in your show, you'll be talking about some of the challenges of being said boy. Uh, yes, yes. Talk, talking about the challenges of rapidly aging and about the challenges of trying to achieve things in this life and and i've come to the point where i've, I've realized i don't think of a lot of it is is worth it like i think mm. there's too much inspirational chat in this life and i ended up training for six months to achieve a world record that that never happened and i and i and i just wasted six months of my life so it's kind of the opposite of a ted talk
okay. <laughs> a debt talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Backwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. You, you can use that if you want. I can. I won't. Um, <laughs> Tommy, can we – look, you are a comedian. Can you just explain something to Beck that I've noticed a lot in the last sort of three or four weeks we've been working together? If she cracks a gag, she doesn't let the gag sit. She has to then explain like a TED Talk backwards – and then she goes, uh, yeah, dead talk. That's backwards. Like, seriously, yeah. you, you, you've got to let your material stand on its own. Isn't that how you work, Tommy? Yeah. I mean, the first thing you need, which you kind of, you stepped over that, is, um, is actual jokes. And I think Good that point. is the, the, first, the first falling down. Yeah. And so I think the explanation is more of a panic. Because mm. yes. you realise what I've said there is technically a sentence rather than a joke. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll see if I can explain it into a joke. Yes, good point. Well, okay. we spoke to a principal of Port Lincoln Primary School the other day. His name's Todd George, and he's actually banning... You're getting the big guess there, so it's... Exactly. <laughs> we don't mess around here in SA, mate. Anyway, they're banned mobile. exclusive? Um, no, no, shit, he's done the rounds. Don't worry about that. Um, but essentially, Todd has banned mobile phones from the school, and it's essentially led to a ban statewide. Anyway, as we finish the chat, all very serious, oh. Beck goes, hey, Todd, can you follow me on Insta? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, that's a little social media joke, just so you know. And I've gone, Beck, you don't need to explain that to him. He's a principal. All right. See, this is, this is a perfect example because it wasn't actually a social media joke. It was just a desperate plea to get one more follower. But then she realised okay. how it came across and went, ha, 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 I'm just joking. But seriously, here's my ass. Okay. Tommy, you two are being mean to me. You know who's always kind to me? Carrie. Does can she know you, who you are? Can you... Bring her to the garden, please. <laughs> you me. I can ab- absolutely bring her to the garden um, yeah. because she is going to be forced by um, the beautiful radio station uh, that we really all work at. Yes. We're going to do an OB live show down uh, in the gardens on my birthday, guys, on the 23rd of Feb. So we're going to be inviting a bunch of your beautiful listeners and our beautiful listeners down to, uh, yeah. to come and we're going to put on a show in, in the Spiegel tent. Absolutely. Um, how many years young will you be on the 23rd, Tommy? I will be the ripe young age of 38, which is known Ooh. as the top of the drop, the start of the end. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, it doesn't leave me much. Yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. I've, just, I've just depressed everyone, haven't yeah. I? Oh, mate, I've just, my, my scrotum's just dropped another couple of notches on my leg to <laughs> mark down after you've told me you're 38. Okay, Carrie and Tommy, live from the garden. It's Thursday, Feb 23. We mm. want you to come with us. Stay mm-hmm. tuned and we'll tell you how you can win those tickets. And we'll be like up the front going, hi, <laughs> like losers. Oh, God. <laughs> Love you guys. I can't wait to see you there. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. My new routine now, since yes. I started working with you, Soda, is to sit down and watch Seven News every night. You do not. Mm-hmm. Some nights. That is an absolute <laughs> lie. I doubt very much whether you've done that once, have you? I, I have. Come on, be honest. I've watched it once. There you go. Well, <laughs> and that's it. That'll be it. And once. you did a very good job. Really? Very Did you actually stay long enough to watch the sport? Yeah, I did. Because being a, a newsreader that you did for many, many mm. years, normally I discovered that a lot of the time that you'd flick off by sport and go, well, the real news is done now. It's just sport and weather. <laughs> sort of. That's often the attitude, isn't it, within the industry? But no, of course. Not at seven, of course. No, of course. I was watching last night and this story stuck out. 
this Holden ute was clocked rocking along at 253 kilometres an hour in a 110 zone. Jeez. 253. That is frightening, frighteningly fast. Speedo goes up that high. 2009 Holden Ute, which then broke down the poor old thing. No wonder uh, when it's going that sort of speed. Yeah. Um, that's just that's beyond ridiculous. It is dangerous, stupid. Puts other road users at risk. I mean, I don't. I think it's pretty self-explanatory how dumb it is. Twenty-year-old man from Smithfield on his L plates. Right. Was he displaying L plates on the car? Uh, no, not in the photo. That'd be a giveaway at 253, wouldn't it? Uh, unregistered. The vehicle was unregistered. Mm. Uh, and he um, returned a positive drug test. What a dickhead. Um, lost his license on the spot for 12 months and had his vehicle impounded for 28 days. That sounds a little unders to me. Yeah, I would think I would so I would have thought well. there will be more charges uh, pending. Well, he what? hasn't got a license to take, has he? He's an L platter. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, now that is frightening. Yeah, just absolutely stupid, frightening. Stupid, stupid behaviour and putting other. I mean, when I was when I was learning to drive mm. uh, in in my mum's little Nissan Pulsar. Yes, there would have been none of that when I was driving around Blackwood. Absolutely Blackwood not. Foodland trying to just with your here. driving because we know that you <laughs> yeah, are okay. very careful and particular with things like uh, parking because I notice we park next to yeah. each other at work here and that you do take four or five, sometimes six or seven. In and Not out. Six or seven, but I like to be right. snug would, would in that Would five line. be dramatic? No. Sometimes it takes me five to get right. out of the park. What, why? You, don't because you I'm very scared. No, no, you I drive don't straight no, in. There's your issue. Yeah. Well, I noticed too, um, I, I reckon you wouldn't even know what cruise control is in your car. Do you know how to operate all the functions of your car? I don't know how to use cruise control. <laughs> really? What? I also feel, I don't, I also have parking. I, mine can automatically park and I don't want to use it because I don't. I don't trust taking my hands oh, off the, the wheels. Wheel. Will the wheels will spin on its own. Really? That's the same thing wow. with cruise control. I've, I need to be in control of the vehicle at I all times. I have actually <laughs> never driven a car. So no. can you can you push a button yeah. and your car will just parallel park itself? Yeah. Well, I don't have the nice. Can we after the show? Can we, going well. can we do that after the show? I've never. Be, so the wheel just spins itself? Well, they've it showed me around? how to do it, but I've never actually done it myself. And I don't trust you oh, to do it. Can we do an experiment today? That's freaky. Do you look like a robotic automatic driving car? No, it's not that. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how to use. It. I don't know how to use any of the facilities in my car. <laughs> the window, you got that. <laughs> I know how to wind the window Accelerator, down. Right. Um. Anyway, I'm a very conservative You're not driver. That good I the did... steering wheel. Actually, I did follow you out of the car park. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. So this week, my mum, Mrs. Morse, retired from her job at Mercedes College. She had been there for 32 years. As a PE teacher. Yeah. How good is that? Yeah. What an innings. But it got us thinking about people nowadays don't seem to be in jobs for such a long time. But mm. yesterday, it was phenomenal, some of the people, wasn't it? The, how long they'd been in their work. Yeah, we, uh, we chat to, chatted to a lot. We got up to almost 55 years, I think, in the end. Who can beat Anne Morse? Right. <laughs> Nat from Modbury. I'm in my 36th year at the moment. It must be an education thing. I work for the Department of Education. Steve from Gawler, it's your dad. Hello, my mate. dad worked for uh, Holden's in Elizabeth for 38 years. Oh. Oh. Wendy from Golden Grove. Wendy, can you top it? Yes, I was a primary school teacher for 40 years. <sighs> Congratulations, Wendy. Chantel from Seaford, right? My old man, he worked for Monroe Shockers for 46 years. <sighs> Michelle, right, 46. Can you top that? Yeah, my dad worked for the Department of Marine and Harbours for 51 years. Come on. Jody and Lugs North, can you beat 51 years in the same job? My dad can. 53 years for Saipol. Kylie oh. from Ascot Park, can you top the 53? My grandfather did 54, just shy of 55 years at Etza. Oh, my Lord. 
And that was Don Parker. Yep. <laughs> How good's that? And she said he got a gold badge, not I a gold watch for working at Etsa. So 54 years in the one job, which is fantastic. But the world's not like that anymore. No. So we're going to flip it on its head. We want to hear from you this morning on 131060, your shortest time. In a, in a job. What's the least amount of time you've spent in a job? Uh, about two months. Speaking of education, I worked in the education department when I first got my journalism degree and I, I wrote in their in-house newspaper. <laughs> oh, really? In-house as in it went to all the schools or in, just yeah, staff? it went to the schools. Really? What sort of stuff were you covering? I'm just writing about um, activities that some, certain schools were doing. Right. It was, yeah. So it was, was your first job? It was a great learning experience. And then I got a cadetship at the ABC, so I left. Wow. So six months? About, no, less. I reckon it was probably two months in the end. Two months. Yeah. What about you? Right. Um, my shortest job was two shifts at Hungry Jack's. Oh, only the two yeah. at HJ's. Well, there was, it was twofold why I left. One was the hairnet. I wasn't comfortable wearing a hairnet. Sure. I was 16. Yeah. But the other one was just the smell of the meat. Yeah. And you know, he just starts cooking away on that hot plate. It would, your whole body would smell like a whopper. Absolutely. And I can remember <laughs> after the first shift, yeah. I can remember after the first shift going home and it was like that the whopper meat had yeah. permeated into my nostrils and it just stunk. And after the second time I walked in and I st- still reckon my nostrils stunk from the shift before. Mm. And then halfway through that second shift, I went, no, nah, I'm out. I can't do this. Yeah. So two shifts at, uh, at okay, HJ's. Two shifts. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we've done the longest. Now yep. let's, okay, do, let's the do the shortest. 131060 Adelaide, give us a call. The shortest amount of time mm-hmm. that you've been in a job. Would well, you have a couple of months at the education couple department? A couple of months, yes. Writing at the education in department. In the public service. I'm such a nerd. Good on I you. I wonder how my super's going. <laughs> Check in on it. That's a very good point. You've probably still got that floating around somewhere. Uh, always check your super. Lainey from Mount Barker. Okay, Lainey, tell us a story. How long did you last? Uh, so I lasted two days. Mm, where um, at? Oh, I don't think I should say it. Let's say, say it's, a, it's an international retail okay. uh, company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. right. And um, why did you only last the two? Uh, many reasons, but I think the most, uh, the biggest reason was when I got there, everyone hated it. Like every single right. person that I spoke to was like, why would you want to work here? And they were just miserably going through their day. Um, every second was torture. Jeez. Um, and when I, when I, you know, told them that I was giving my notice, mm-hmm. uh, they were like, well, we've just booked all these flights for you to give you all oh, this wow. training in another state. Oh. You know, you're really letting us down. I was like, I'm so sorry, but none of this was told to me. Oh. Hey, Lainey, can I ask, don't give away the company because we've got to be careful, but what sort of type stuff were you selling if it was retail? What industry? Uh, clothing. Clothing, okay. okay. Beautiful, thank you. Got a Two, of days. Clues. Two days. Okay, um, on the Facebook, Raylene had a six-hour shift as a receptionist at an escort agency. Ooh. She was too professional and she needed to use the words honey and babe. <laughs> right. Why did you I use your newsreader voice yes. when you said that? Those yes, two words. Yes. Honey. Okay, so six Ooh. hours. What right. have we got now? Oh, Sarah Ooh. from the southeast. Right? Can you beat six hours? Hello. Yes, I can. What do you got? I was at a job for four hours. What <laughs> <laughs> happened? Um, it was a food job, so it was food like in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not joking. I watched the chef drop the food on the ground. He picked it up and went and served it to the poor couple sitting out in the diner. And I nearly died. I was like 17 years old and I was like, what do I do? 
Um, and then in the fridge, all the food had no lids on the containers. Everything Yuck. was cross-contaminated. And there were cockroaches in the kitchen. Ah, oh, disgusting. Okay. Yep. There you go. That's right, Sarah bailed on four hours. Okay. Craig in Myrtlebank, what were you? G'day, guys. Loving the show, first off. Oh, bless. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Craig. Good on you, buddy. Absolutely refreshing in the morning. So loving hearing you guys. Um, oh. Have we got a prize for the man? <laughs> <laughs> Send it through. Happy to. We'll find um, you something, Craig. <laughs> Uh, so I was in a job for two hours. So I got a job as a service attendant at a petrol station. as uh, oh, my first the job. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't quite realise that the main purpose of the job was to check, check the uh, dipstick to, to try and sell them on oil. The yep. problem being, I don't know what a dipstick is. <laughs> and so the, the, owner, the owner caught wind of it and he called me a dip something. Oh, and, no. if, and if I don't know it, off you go. So it fired me on the spot. Ah, oh, good on you, buddy. Thank you so much for your call. Um, I haven't word, heard the word dipstick for a while. It's a very good word. Also, how good was it when they came out from the survey and pumped your fuel for you? Do you know there's still a servo down in Gilbert Street here in the city where they will still check and put your fuel in. And, and squeegee your window? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to tell you about it, okay? It's brilliant. It's just right here in the city, and it's old school service. There you go. It is amazing. Oh, it's like Rocco that. down there. All right. Terry and Galway, the shortest time you've spent in a job. Hey, Beck and Soda, how you doing? Good. Yeah, it's good. Hour and a half. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Terry. Okay, what happened? Uh, I moved to the Gold Coast, and I became a meter man. Oh, Terry! <laughs> Terry! Is that, hang on, now, we just need to picture yeah, this. what's that? Were you in, like, gold Speedos or budgies for the blokes? Yeah, no, not budgies, but the shortest little dimenti shorts. Like hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> to match the girls in the bikini, oh, and okay. they were really small. <laughs> right. So, Tess, you must have been a good Nick back then, or even now. Yeah, back then I was. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you not last? It sounds fun. Oh, it was fun, but um, a bit embarrassing, walking down Cavill Avenue, you know, putting metres in, in, yeah. the, in the metres, and yeah. So what happened, mate? You got, what, an hour and a half in, and did you just pull the pin, or? I just pulled the pin. I right. couldn't do it. Yeah. It was too embarrassing, ripped. Go back and took those shorts off. Oh, Tess, <laughs> if you've got a photo of yourself as a meter man or whatever, what were you called? A meter what? A meter man. Because yeah. it was just when they first started them up, they had the meter maids and then they started the meter men. And oh. it was like, Jesus. Terry, if you've got a I photo. Was desperate for a job. Can you send it into us as a meter man? <laughs> I, I can look. I was, yeah. It was a long time ago now. <laughs> yeah, through the old I love that. Ah, good on him. He's getting the kid Diamonte. out. Diamante. Right, hour and a half. Hour yes, and please. half. All right. We've got Jade in two wells. Can you beat an hour and a half? Oh, my God, 44 minutes. Oh, yes. First of all, I thought dream job, a day's work, a couple of hundred bucks. I went to Soundwave, yay. Uh, cleaning toilets, <gasps> hot, 38 degrees. I got out of, like, one toilet. I looked up at the jumbo screen. I've seen Slash from Guns N' Roses, and I went, you know what? No, it's not worth it. It oh. is not worth I need to leave, and I need to leave now. Do you know what? Toilets at music festivals are oh, the absolute worst. The things you see oh, in those, I always feel for the people who have to clean them out. Oh, I don't no. blame you, Jody. People mm. can't get it in the hole. All right, Big 40. The, they always miss. Those no, no. toilets are always full of Hang on. 45 Four, minutes. 45 minutes. Hang right. on. Hang on. I've got this one here. We've got 10 minutes. This is Ruth on Facebook. 10 minutes as a kitchen hand. She was crying, cutting up the onions, and walked out after that. <laughs> We've got another one. We've got another here. one. Hang oh, on. Hang on. Fiona from Avondale, can you top 10 minutes? 
I certainly can. I went to work exactly never. Zero minutes. <laughs> what? what happened? <laughs> I got up at four jobs on the same day and I just took the best one. Right, and it so, was different to the one that, yeah. Right, that so what did you oh. knock back? Oh, I knocked back a whole range of um, hospitality jobs. Okay. Oh, like, so this one waitress? was the Sydney Botanic Gardens. Yeah. Okay. Zero, technically. There you okay, go. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fiona, you're our winner because you didn't turn up to work when you got a job. <laughs> there you go. A bit of a loophole, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Yeah, look, sometimes we can use our uh, powerful positions in the media to talk about important social and political issues. Brilliant. Or today I'm going to talk about a talking dog. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that at Apparently, all. Apparently this clip's been around for a while on TikTok, but my kids showed it to me last night. They were playing it over and over again and couldn't mm. stop laughing. A woman is looking at herself in the mirror, checking out the fit, the outfit, what she's okay. chosen to wear. Sure. The dog, an Alaskan mm. Malamute, walks into the back of the shot, yes. opens his little mouth, and this comes out. Mm. What? Can you hear words in that? No. Can you hear Have it again? another listen. <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> now that you know, now that you know. Not saying where are you going. Now that you know, have a listen. <laughs> oh, he's saying where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, my God. Once you know it, you can't unhear it. You can't unhear it. Can, can I just check again that yeah. he's uh, working out directions? <laughs> <laughs> Without you, pressed up. Oh, can you do it again? You know, I'm fascinated now. So do when he listens to it, he's mouthing the words. Hang on. Watch, we'll get the video to Here this. Go. Here we go. <laughs> wow. How good's that? It's a talking dog. Yeah. Is that when people become like their pets? Do I you know think that? so. And you I was morph thinking about it because we've got a new dog, Wolfie, and the mm. way I talk to him, I don't talk to him in a normal way. Oh, hello, Wolfie, you good, beautiful boy. Look at you, Wolfie boy. You don't talk to him in a normal way. Why don't you talk way? to your dog normally and go, g'day, Wolfie, how are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, you stop Why don't you do that? <laughs> Do you want to go for a walk, mate? What are you doing, Lainey? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you think in his mind he's going... Do you going... want to go for a walk, you <laughs> yes. big, big, dog? Why do you do that? I don't know, but everybody talks to their dogs like that. It's like when you talk to babies. Yes. You know, and you go, oh, you good little boy, aren't you, little baby? Why don't you just say you're a good little boy? Because then the babies will quickly learn how to speak... Normally. Quickly. I don't know. It's just how... Life works. Because babies must sit there and go, why are you talking like that? In their own <laughs> little mind. They go, why don't you just talk to me normally like you'd talk to dad? Yeah. You hey, get do what you I want mean? your mashed banana now or later? Yeah. Do you want your Do you need your banana? nappy changed? Have you done a big poo? Yeah. Have you backed one out, Steve? <laughs> you can't have a baby called Steve. <laughs> Why not? What do you what mean you can't have a baby called Steve? started out as a baby. What do you mean? No. Everyone, it's like Bruce or Ian. <laughs> Ian was baby never Bruce. a baby. Graham was never a baby. Graham <laughs> came out as a 45-year-old accountant. <laughs> like Benjamin Button and worked backward. What about little Brian? No. Can Brian a baby be Brian? Baby. No. Dorothy. No, Dorothy's kind of cute, little dotty. Little dot. Yeah. Mavis. Okay. Mavis is okay. <laughs> hey, can we just finish <laughs> off? Hear the dog. Hang on. Wait, let's hang on. I'll play, I'll play the dog time. one more time. Here we go. <laughs> oh, he's definitely talking. Mm, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Um, you know how you have dogs that talk like humans? Yeah. Just because you've done that. Can I go back to a human that talked like a dog? Uh, Do you remember this guy from a current affair many years ago? Oh, this was... is a human. They came bounding over. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Yeah, and thanks to Automasters, we have $1,000 to give away to people who are part of our right or wrong. You can register your moral dilemma or your question that you would like Adelaide to decide at safm.com.au. Speaking of Automasters, we're talking about cars. When you're in them right now, if you have a little look around, if you're driving, uh, what is the petrol price? I was thinking around about sort of two oh three, two dollars five, two dollars six. Mm. It's getting pretty pricey, Beck. The question today is, right or wrong to charge your passengers for petrol money, because we were having a little chat about this yesterday afternoon, and you said, oh, yeah, I used to charge people. I think it definitely defen- depends on your financial situation, but back when I was a student mm-hmm. at Blackwood High, and I had a 1977 Tirana. Was that the first set of wheels? It were, yeah, it was a real guzzler, and I would, if I was driving you know, the girls down to Goolwar or Port Elliot yes. for the weekend, I would ask them for petrol money. What colour Tirana? It was teal. Port Adelaide teal. Really? Mm-hmm. Was that a standard Tirana colour? There was always the yellow, canary yellow, yeah. and there was that sort of Coca-Cola brown. I should have held on to it. It was quite in good nick until I had it for a couple of years. <laughs> was it a sunbird? No. Right. It was like an S. I don't know what it was. It um, was... It, it was a piece of, it had a choke that I had to start every morning. Oh, Sometimes yes. it would stall going down Old Belair Road. Really? Yeah. Anyway. I remember the old choke on the cars. And, that um, was magnificent. So you would go through a fair bit of petrol with the yeah, girls. Yeah, and, and I did. I asked, we'd, we'd fill up together at mm. the uh, the BP at Belair before we, and I would say, okay, well that cost, it was probably only 20 bucks to fill a tank back in the day and that all yep. chuck in some gold coins yeah. and off we'd go. Right. So they would cover, would you get most of it covered between we'd all of them? We'd split it, yeah. Right. Yeah. And same thing if they drove you around, yeah, you'd all split in, it? Chuck in a couple of dollars. Is that right? You'd get a slushy while we're there. Isn't that lovely? So did you just shout your mates back in uh, the day? Yeah. Yep. And whoever drove paid. Oh, and you just that rotated the standard. driving. Yep. Yep. Even Foggy, my best mate, would drive the VB Commodore down to the beach and uh, he'd have to pay for it. Yeah, because it was his car. And then if I drove, I paid with my car. Okay. It's not right to charge your mates, is it? Well, I don't know. I did it. Okay. Back in the day. That's a right for Beck, a wrong for Soda. Yeah, I reckon you've got to cop it if you're doing that. Maybe if it's a regular commute type thing, if you drive someone to work every day, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's regular. But if you're just going for a trip down to the beach or something like that. Adelaide to oh. Melbourne. Adelaide to Melbourne. Um, back, I suppose, if you were younger. Uh, no, we wouldn't. We would still. Okay. We made the trip a few times. Okay. Melbourne right. to Adelaide, vice versa. Tight so, ass morse. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, 131060, is it right or wrong to charge your passengers for fuel. Is it right? Is it wrong? Yeah, right or wrong to charge your mates for petrol money. I must admit I used to do it back in the day um, when I was uh, struggling a little bit for cash. Graham on the Facebook has said if they're true mates, you won't have to ask. They'll just return the favour or pay for the first round at the pub. Mm. So I kind of feel like these days you probably don't ask for cash necessarily, but if someone drove you somewhere, they might just go, okay, well, I'll buy you lunch or like it probably works out in the wash. Righto. Aussie from Pennington's on the line. Good morning, Oz. What do you reckon, right or wrong to uh, help your buddies out with fuel money if you're in the car? I reckon it's right. Um, I've only been driving three years, but all my mates are like happy to put fueling because the prices of fuel these days. Yeah. Hey, Oz, is that certainly if you go for like a longer trip if you're going away or even if you're just cruising around doing your thing? Uh, if we Mainly if we're going away, but if they want to go for like just down the beach or something yep. and I have no fuel, well, well, yeah, they put in fuel for me, so they're good like that. 
That's good. Mm. That's, that's a nice set of mates. Yeah. So it's almost an expectation with his group. It's good if you don't have to ask. If people just, it's a bit embarrassing to yeah. ask. That's for actually money. a very good yeah. point. Is it? Do you feel a bit tight if you ask? Yeah. You yeah. You do. Uh, what about this, Jacob? No. If I offer to drive them, that's on me. Okay. There's a man of principle. Uh, and what about Helen? Uh, no, I don't expect it, but. I will always buy someone a first drink or first coffee if we go somewhere, if they've driven me. Hmm. Surprisingly, my friends never want me to drive anywhere. (laughs) You know why? Because if they want to get to Victor Harbour, they want to get down there on the holidays that they're in, not the next holidays. We'll drive. We're good. We'll drive. Uh, Linda from Elizabeth Grove. Linda, right or wrong to charge your mates or your colleagues for fuel? Hi, Beck and Soda. Yeah, I think it's right. I agree with Beck. I was the same in the day. I was the one that had the car. I was a little bit older than a couple of my friends, so I had my licence first. But then why should I always have to pay for the fuel if I'm giving you the privilege of taking you somewhere? <laughs> Linda, would you ask or were your friends generous enough to chip in? Um, back then they were generous, but I think today... Mm-hmm. Um, that. People are different today. They don't actually offer. I actually still tend to do a lot of the driving, but people just don't offer. They don't even offer a drink, whereas I offer to pay. Like, if I go with them, I say, oh, here, I'll give you some money for petrol, or here, I'll buy you a drink or whatever, but I just don't seem to get the favour returned. I don't know whether I'm just a bit soft, and I I don't out and out ask for it either, Mm. but I just think, if I've done that for you before, wouldn't you then return the favour? Absolutely. You sound like a good egg, Linda. Chivalry's dead, clearly. In the petrol world. <laughs> okay, Sam in Sturt, right or wrong to charge your mates for petrol? Uh, look, absolutely correct. Mm. Um, I had a incident with, with a mate. Uh, I was laying in bed all, all nicely tucked away and getting ready to go to bed and he actually rings me, oh, hey, mate, can you come and pick me up uh, from town? And I said, mate, 20 bucks. Um, <laughs> you know, you're making me making me get out of my nice warm bed. And yep. uh, when I got there, he turned around and said, oh, look, I'm not ready quite yet. I'll be out in a minute. Oh, I was like, oh, no. no. Does he have Absolutely. the Uber app on his phone, Sam? No. No, he didn't. But uh, being the mate I was, I sort of sat there and waited an hour and a half later um, <gasps> after on, having Sam. a nap in the car. Uh, we're on our merry way. He wasn't very well, which was uh, a, bit, a bit comical for me in the car on the way home, so I made it a bit worse for him. But oh, Hang on, Sam. So he's been out in the source. <laughs> he's too tight to get a taxi or an Uber, and he's essentially got you out of bed. Yeah, pretty much, mate, right. and uh, made me wait an hour and a half uh, then... before I even left the club. Oh, Sam, give us his name on here. Go on, out him. Oh, mate, I don't. His name's Brett. I won't <laughs> give you his nickname. All right. Uh, and what, um, what was the club? Was it Red Square? Uh, I was the old HQ back in the day, oh, the one on the right. corner. Oh, you well, you know the things that's still resonating with Sam, because even though HQ's stuck, this is still a fresh memory and emotion in his mind. Mm. Brett, you're a tight ass. Uh, what about this one? <laughs> Kylie from Croydon has sent us a message in. She charges her teens to drive them to work. It's a nominal fee. It's only $2 a round trip, oh. but it's at least developing the principal with them because she said she's sick of running around after them. Mum's taxi. Good on Absolutely. you, Kylie. Hola. All right, Charlotte in Brooklyn Park, right or wrong to charge petrol money? Yes, 100% right. I will charge my friends like $45 to go down to Victor Harbour. <laughs> Because they are such tight asses, and I'll go to the next extreme, make sure I've got the bank details printed, ready to go, so that they can transfer me straight away. Oh, Charlotte, I like this. So you get the little EFT going. Yes, 100%, because there's no offering of anything. There's no offering a drink. So if I'm going to offer to drive, 100%, they should definitely pay. <laughs> you should get Good one of those left post squares in the front of the console of your car. 
Do you know what? I've got to get that, yes. Absolutely. Good on you, Charlotte. Well done. Now, we're just checking our poll here, and thank you for everyone that's called in and also got on board on socials. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right, right or wrong to charge for fuel, 64% of people say it's wrong. Okay. There you go. Well done. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, we're letting you have your little way. Excellent. Here we go. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those. But damn it, they're close. My head hurts. So it must be time for The Riddle Man. (laughs) The Riddle Man. I I had no idea what that opener was going to do, but Zach's been very good. I said, I just need something, mate, that... I want to test um, Beck's brain capacity and South Australia's brain yeah. capacity. It's like a bit of mental gymnastics for you. What a, 6.37 in the morning. What a great time to put yourself into the right frame of mind to start your day. You did this to me last week and I had no idea and I felt a little silly. Right. Are you ready for your I've riddle, a, I've got a pen and paper. Excellent. Yep. This is hey, back to school for the kids, back to school for you oh, right now. 13.10.60, feel free to play used along. used to be a lot smarter. Sorry? The older I get, the more my brain shrinks. All right, go. That's not true. Okay, so you got the answer. Call in, 13, 10, Here we go. So a man is looking at a portrait on the wall, right? And his friend says to him, who is that in the portrait? Right, and this is what the man says. So this is where you need to work it out. Listen closely. Get a pen back. He says, brothers and sisters, I have none. But this man's father is my father's son. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, right? (laughs) So, brothers and sisters, I have none, but this man's father is my father's son. He's looking at a picture of who? My father's son. Yep. Right, 131060 if you know the answer. Now, if you think you've got the answer back, don't yell it out yet. Well, have a little go. Try and work out. Tell me about your thinking here. Right? It's my. Yeah. It's not him. So, take us. What are you thinking? Portrait. Is it him? I don't know. You tell me. What do you reckon? Say it again. Say it again. Right, brothers and sisters, I have none, but this man's father is my father's son. Right, where's your brain going? So, is it a self-portrait? Is my father's? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but then that that doesn't make sense either. Right. I need more time, and that. I'm going to give you some time right now. Okay, thirteen, ten, sixty. If you know the answer. Brothers and sisters, I have none. Not that bit. But this man's father. Well, that bit's important. Yeah. I'm giving you, you need to know this. Brothers and sisters, I have none. He's an only child, Beck. But this man's father is my father's son, right? He's looking at a picture of who? 131060, give us a call. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those, but damn it, they're close. My head hurts, so it must be time for The Riddle Man. (laughs) The Riddle Man, I love that, that Mm -hmm. Zach's come up with that, our audio king. Right, Beck, I've given you a little bit of mental gymnastics to warm up your day. Uh, Essentially, a man is looking at a portrait on a wall. His friend comes up to him and said, who is that in the portrait? And the man replies, brothers and sisters, I have none, but this man's father is my father's son. He's looking at a picture of who? Now, for the last couple of minutes, <laughs> this has been brilliant. You haven't spoken a word. You've sat there with your head in your <laughs> you hands. you found a way to shut me up. And you're writing notes. It's actually like watching A Beautiful Mind. And uh, with James Nash, you know, the character that's played yeah, by Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. And you see all these different calculations going I around can't. in the air. 
I feel like I'm looking at you, James Nash, and but what I are you coming up I with? I haven't got the answer. So he has no brothers and sisters, therefore yep. it can't be his brother and it can't be his nephew. No, that's correct. So I've ruled those out. Very good. I thought it could be a self-portrait, but that doesn't fit. And then I thought it could be his son, but that doesn't fit either. Right. So I'm, I'm stumped. Okay. Let's go to the phones. Lauren, good morning to you, Lauren. Are you stumped or have you got an answer for us? Uh, I think I've got the answer. What do you reckon it is, Lauren? It's himself. You reckon it's a self-portrait. Why do you think so? Because he's got no brothers and sisters, yeah. but it's his father's son. And his father's son is who? Would be him. It's him. Yeah. Right. Lauren, I love your logic, but unfortunately you're wrong. That was my first guess as well, Lauren, but then this man's father. Uh, Crystal from Windvale. Good morning, Crystal. What do you reckon? Who's he looking at? I think he's looking at his dad. Why is that? Oh, well, it's just saying it's his, he's talking about a father of a father's son and stuff. Right. Yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. It does. It certainly does. Um, there's some logic behind that, Crystal, but it's illogical. So it's not that either. Hang on. Can I just say, Soda, yes. when you first read this riddle mm. and hadn't seen the answer, yes. did you work it out off your own it, I worked it out by drawing pictures and sort of doing a family, like a family tree. tree. Yeah, it took me a while. Absolutely. I didn't get it straight away. But you did work it out I yourself. did work it out purely by a family tree. And I'll explain to you how simple it is in a moment. Oh. Um, Rightio, let's go to Crystal. Crystal, who's he looking at? Yeah, Sarah, sorry. Oh, Sarah. Sarah from Hope Valley. Who's he looking at? Hello, it's his son. Yes, it's his son. Now, how do you know? Can you explain that to Beck and to everyone else? Oh, look, I confused the heck out of myself. <laughs> and with the girls that answered the phone, I, can, I think I confused them too. But, um, yeah, I was trying to do the same thing as you and put little oh, pictures in my head of the pool and... Yep. I've forgotten the riddle now after all of this, but yeah. Can I just say, it's written down on my piece of paper as an option. The sun was one of your options. Congratulations, Sarah. We're (laughs) going to send you off and I'll explain one moment. You're going off to see the the movies? movies. Absolutely go and see what's love got to do with it. Okay, Beck, here's the simple thing. Brother and sisters, I have none, right? So he's an only child. So when, and then the next part is you break it into two parts. This man's father is my father's son. Of so go course. to the second part. My father's son, son is, is who? Is, is, he is his father's so son. So it's him. And then the second part of the sentence, right, after Brother says, I've done, but this man's father. Mm. So he's essentially saying, the picture, this Which man's is father him. is me. And he's his father's son. Right. Yeah, I, I wrote it down as an option. Well done. <laughs> so mm. I was, can I give, get 50%? Yeah, sure. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, before we go, I've been looking at you all morning thinking you were wearing jeans because I hadn't really paid much attention. And then you just swiveled around in your chair. You're wearing denim shorts. Are they cut off? Did you cut them off? No, you buy them like that. Do you? Yeah. Why why are you looking at me like you're judging me? Is that not good? Can you not wear denim shorts anymore? What's wrong with that? They're a little tight, actually. <laughs> Can I say, though, that what happened was when, when I get dressed at 4.30 in the morning, right, it's very dark. I don't want to wake the kids up. So I open a drawer mm. and just like out of the shorts drawer and grab a pair of shorts, mm. put them on in the dark yeah, you right did. after I've had a shower. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Pop them down at the bottom of the drawer. And it's not until I actually get out into the uh, yeah. porch light, they'll look and go, oh, this is what I'm wearing today. Yeah. Yeah. You're not happy with a pair I of don't denim know shorts? A denim short. Have a look. Do they look a little? No, no, look how oh, figure yeah. hugging no, they no, are. No, no, no. Put them away. Have Put them away. Have a good think? day, everybody. SAFM's Beck and Soda. A new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app. SAFM.